coming up, let's talk about the ladies of SummerSlam from Alundra Blaze to China to Sasha to Charlotte. Let's talk about them. Let's talk about some of their greatest matches. No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just going to keep you right where you're at right now. gentlemen welcome to this edition of break it down with brian h i'm your host brian h waters make sure you give me a follow at brian h waters hit the subscribe button to the channel right now turn on the bell notifications i promise you will be entertained folks i was sitting here thinking and i said you know what i wanted to talk about the ladies of SummerSlam. I always like to give the women's matches their proper respect. So I could have talked about it when I did the men's show. Uh, but I was like, you know, I could have put all the moments together. But I said, nah, because I want to make sure I take my time with this. So that's the reason why it's separate. And I'm just going to go over some of the matches that stuck out to me. And ones I, you know, enjoyed in the moments. And when you talk SummerSlam, and, and this one probably will be more in order than the last one. But when you talk SummerSlam, you know, I got to talk about Alundra Blaze when she defeated Bo Nakano to win back the WWE Women's Championship. Now, if you go to our 20 questions episode, you'll find that I said, hey, that's my uh, first wrestling women's crush. First wrestling crush. But, um, you know, it was I remember watching her, and you know, it was always like the thing back then. You didn't get women's wrestling every week, and I don't remember how they did it, like how the programming was. I just remember it was like always special, and I was always invested. And I remember when she won the title, it was like, yeah, this is great, man. She finally, you know, got well. I believe the belt was vacated. She won it, and then you know, lost it. And I crazy she lost it to Bull Nakano but you know when she got it back it was definitely a happy moment for me so it was like you know I gotta make sure I pay homage to a legend funny story I actually went to a monster truck when I lived in Connecticut I told took my son like all right just a Saturday we're going some monster trucks in town we're gonna go and her truck was there so I got to see her race her truck we didn't get a chance to meet her but it was still a cool moment we fast forward from SummerSlam 94 all the way to SummerSlam 2000, where China will once again win the Intercontinental Championship. This is the the um, prime of Mamacita. Her and Eddie Guerrero were in the tag match, taking on Val Venus and Trish Stratus. Now, Trish was serving as Val's manager. I believe, or Val may have been in, like, the sense of it. He couldn't have been. But either way, he was the Intercontinental Champion. And as he was the IC Champion, somehow, because, the, you know, this was a weird period because Trisha had just got finished, like, getting assistance with Triple H when The Rock was, or Mick Foley was the commissioner. But either way, they had an intergender match, and if Eddie Guerrero or China would win the match, they would become Intercontinental Champion. 
and Trish Penn, uh, I mean, China Penn Trish Stratus, and became the IC champion. This would lead to, like, her and Eddie Guerrero having, like, a little issue with each other. Eventually, he would get the strap. But this was definitely an iconic moment. Um, you know, anytime you have a woman winning the title, a man's title, on a pay-per-view, it just goes to show the dominance of China. I really wish she was still around to, you know, where she could get her flowers because she, I mean, just an icon in this business. You know, sure, she had her um, mishaps, but there's no denying she's an icon. I really wish she could have been, could have received her own Hall of Fame. You know, and the WWE has honored her. They've given, their, they've given her, um, they're selling um, a commemorative edition. I shouldn't say commemorative, a signature series edition of her, the Intercontinental Championship, where, you know, it's like this version, you know, it's this version, but it's got, like, diamond accents all throughout um it's black and white, so it really, like, mimics her gear. Um, another match, we move forward. SummerSlam 2014. Brie Bella versus Stephanie McMahon. What was interesting about this, because when you really think about it, this was really, like, a continuation of Daniel Bryan and Triple H's rivalry in a sort of a way, but... Um, you had these two going at it, and obviously the notable thing is after the match, Nikki Bella turns on Brie, which would lead to their feud. Um, but it was I was entertained by it. I know some people didn't like it, but I, I was definitely entertained by it. It kept me watching, and I remember watching. I was actually in, um, doing a concert that weekend in, in South Carolina, and me and my brother was like, after we, we had just got finished, uh, I was playing, he was singing, we got back to the um, resort, and they fed us, and we was like, all right, I said, look, I'm going to my room to watch SummerSlam, so we watching it on the computer, it's a cool thing about WWE Network, and he was like, why'd she turn on her sister, and <laughs> sure enough, it happened, so this was also the same night where John Cena went to Suplex City, um, and then, you know, you saw, if you're looking on your screen, you'll see there's the picture of Triple H and Stephanie McMahon just taunting Brie Bella after her heart was ripped out. Um, we go to SummerSlam 2015. This right here, it was a six, um, uh, what was it, I guess, a, what do you call it? It's technically a nine women's match, nine women's tag, uh, triple threat six women's tag match and this stood out because this right here was the beginning of the new era of the era of women's wrestling we currently have you know this is fresh off uh, give divas a chance if i'm not mistaken um wait not nah, because the page is uh, aj's gone well either way you know this is like the new era you have charlotte flair sasha and Becky Lynch, all have been called up. Well, you have Paige's team, you know, where, damn, what was the name of their team? <laughs> oh, man, I just, I forgot it that fast. Um, they had a, you know, they had a cool name. Um, but either way, 
You had Paige's team. I know somebody's going to get on me. That's why I got a call out. But either way, you got Team Bad, which consists of Sasha Banks, Tamina, and Naomi. Then you had the Bella team, Bella Team Bella, which is the Bella Twins and Alicia Fox. Team PCB, that's what it was. Team PCB, Paige, Charlotte, and Becky Lynch. So this one really stood out to me just because this is the first time you had them all, you know, this is the first time Sasha, Charlotte, Becky are making their Summer Slam debut. Now, I didn't put this match on the list, but it just reminded me. As I was going through looking at this, looking at women's matches, I said, hmm, there was a match between Melina and Alicia Fox. Now, Naomi's former partner, Cameron, said that was her favorite match. I was like, hmm, wonder was the SummerSlam match she watched. Now, obviously, there's, you know, that was when she was on Tough Enough, and it was, oh, she don't love the business. She just wanted to be here, get famous. Obviously, she was the most successful out of that class, but that's a different story. But, um, you know, like I said, this is Team Bad, and then I got some heat on Twitter, which I don't care, um, but when I really didn't like heel Naomi, I just didn't. It just didn't do it for me. Now, maybe now, because she would be legitimately pissed off, but it just didn't do it for me. But um, that's enough about that. Um, we move forward. SummerSlam, uh, you know, whatever. Triple threat match. Charlotte Flair, Carmella, Becky Lynch for the Women's Championship. Now, Becky Lynch is starting, if you remember, she's starting to gain, this is the beginning, where she's starting to gain that momentum, and the fans are really getting behind her. As they're starting to get behind her, Vince McMahon and, or management throws Charlotte in the match. And I remember fans being really upset about this, because... They're wondering, why does Charlotte need to be in this match? Charlotte ends up winning the championship. And this is where we finally see Becky snap. And she beat up Charlotte. And she would win the title a couple months later, or maybe the next month. Um, But this right here was the beginning of the man. Because... You know, Vince was, um, Ric Flair was always the beat the man, you got to beat the man. And Becky Lynch started calling herself the man. And it all started right here. This right here was detrimental. In a, well, I don't want to use that word. But this right here was crucial to the turn of Becky Lynch, to her becoming who she is today, being the icon of women's wrestling that she is. We also move forward. Um, the year before, 2017, Natalia defeats Naomi to become the women's champion, SmackDown women's champion. Now, this was long overdue for Natalia because if you remember, like, she won the Divas Championship, but how memorable was that? Like, how many people really remember Natalia being Divas champion? Not a lot. Not a lot at all. And so when this happened, this was like huge. But the thing I didn't like about this match because it's like Natalia came in immediately aggressive, which I liked that, but I felt like it was like Naomi wasn't taking it serious. I'm like, come on, yo, you 
you really about to go out like that. So that part was a little disappointing. I like to know what uh, those wrestling girls think. And, you know, a lot of the other women's wrestling podcasters and women's wrestling fans, what did y'all think about that match? Especially the Naomi fans. Um, Let's move forward. Because uh, I think I got my photos mixed up. We're going to go back to SummerSlam 2016, I believe. 2016, when Sasha Banks took on Charlotte Flair. And it was Charlotte Flair leaving as the WWE Women's Champion. And this is around the time where her and Sasha are kind of playing hot potato with the belt. Uh, you saw, uh, you know, in this time, Sasha had won it in Charlotte's hometown. <laughs> and then she didn't hold it that long. So, you know, a lot of this, is, this would ultimately lead to the Hell in a Cell matches. But this is like at their rivalry. I would personally like to see them get back into the mix. I would like to see when Sasha and Bailey is over. I kind of wish Charlotte was around now. To see us see how that would play out, but I, I want to see some more Sasha and Charlotte. You know, Ric Flair always says that that's Ricky Steamboat, so we'll see. Um, but then the next year, she would win the championship at SummerSlam, Char- Sasha Banks, that is, when she defeated Alexa Bliss. Um, you know, this match was on there, uh, one of those watch match, you know, matches to watch. Actually, to be honest with you, I actually forgot she won it because I thought that she lost it at SummerSlam, but she actually won the title at SummerSlam. And she did, she only held it two weeks. And that's the ongoing joke. Like, Sasha Banks always loses, can't defend the title successfully at a pay-per-view. And she, if she wins it at a pay-per-view, she loses it quickly. So, we're going to find out this Sunday. But the boss did reign supreme at SummerSlam 18. I mean, 17. But then the next year, Alexa Bliss would lose it again. This is when the WWE decided they were going full-fledged with Ronda Rousey. Now, we knew Rousey was coming in when we knew, okay, she's going to win the championship at some point. She wrestled Nia Jax the month before in Money in the Bank. And it was Alexa Bliss who had just won the briefcase, cashing in causing a disqualification and then cashing in and becoming the women's champion. And that just made her a marked woman for the title. This also put her on the radar of a lot of people because she was in the ring with Ronda Rousey. Nonetheless, Rousey would win the championship here and hold it until WrestleMania. And she dropped it to the man. Um, SummerSlam 18 also, or I should say 19, I put this on here as we get into it because SummerSlam 19 had four women's matches. But on the kickoff show, we saw the tag titles defended. First time ever. Granted, the tag titles were still new because, you know, they were debuted that February. But the first time ever they would uh, defend it on SummerSlam, and that was... Uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross successfully defending the titles against the Iconics. Unfortunately, they will not be defended this year as Becky Lynch, I mean, Bailey and Sasha Banks will be, will be in 
singles matches, defending both of their championships against Oscar, but then the title tag titles will be defended the following week at Payback. Um, and then we go on to the, the card. You know, uh, incredible match. I probably should have saved this for last, but I didn't. This was, I guess, the official official sending off uh, Trish Stratus. This this SummerSlam was held in Toronto, and she would take on Charlotte Flair. And in an incredible match, Charlotte gets it done. And, you know, you saw, it's like the passing of the torch, right? You have the great, in my opinion, the greatest WWE women's wrestler and greatest WWE women's superstar in Trish Stratus. I mean, she went from a pinup model all the way to becoming a, you know, a superstar in the ring, taking on the athletic Charlotte Flair, who many say, and when it's all said and done, will be the greatest of all time. Well, this win right here was, if you keep the stats, this was one that she needed. But definitely go check that match out. I promise you'll enjoy it. Um, We also saw Becky Lynch. You know, she's in full man mode, and Natalia will get another shot. Now, we know the hearts in SummerSlam. It's what they do, but right here she got her shot, and unfortunately she came up short, came up short to Becky Lynch as Becky would once again just continue to reign supreme. I mean, she held the title up until, yeah, Becky yeah, Becky would hold on to the championship un- until she dropped it as, and you know, she not dropped it, but she would go ahead and with the Raw Women's Championship, she held it until she was pregnant and she handed the belt to Oscar. And then last but certainly not least for the SmackDown Women's Championship, before she made her turn, which will come a few weeks later, actually, which I was there, Bailey would defend successfully against Ember Moon. Now, this was a match that, you know, it was one of those things, to be honest with you. I, I, I didn't want to see Ember in this light. I was like, I don't think she's going to win the title. Bailey just won Money in the Bank. Um, so, take you back. Bailey and Sasha Banks, they were the inaugural, this generation's inaugural tag team champions. They lose the belts at WrestleMania. Well, Sasha needs some time off, so she takes a much needed and much deserved mental break. Bailey's still there, and Bailey wins the Money in the Bank briefcase. Well, when she wins the Money in the Bank briefcase, immediately she cashes in because Becky was Becky two belts. She had to defend the SmackDown Women's Championship against Charlotte Flair and then the Raw Women's Championship against Lacey Evans. Well, she lost to Charlotte, and then after she lost, that's when Bayley cashed in. So, Bayley's on her championship run. And unfortunately for Ember Moon, she was just, you know, kind of like in the way. To be honest with you, that's all it was. She was just in the way. So that part was a little disappointing for me when I sit back and look at everything. But ladies and gentlemen, that will do it for this special edition of Break It Down with Brian H. It's SummerSlam weekend. You know I had to do something, you know. Um, That's what I like to do. Plus it's therapy. Y'all don't understand. It's a lot that goes on. So podcasting is actually therapy. Um, I definitely want to encourage you to, you know, check out my other podcasts, Breaking Through the Glass Ceilings. On that show, I have 
um, you know, I got my regular show last week. I had my brother Quincy Young on this week. I got my friend Erica Marmalejo works for the Chicago Bears. She'll be on there. But also, I did a special Uncomfortable Conversations, which is my new segment where I discuss trending topics and have that conversation that needs to be had. Well, UNC, University of North Carolina, went viral after student headlines said they had a cluster you-know-what on their hands due to opening the school with COVID-19 in the mix. And a lot of students got it. So I had a UNC student, my mentee, Jasmine uh, Bunch, on the show. So make sure you check that out. Anywhere you just search Breaking Through Glass Ceilings, anywhere you get your podcast from. So, folks, that'll do it for this week's episode of Break It Down with Brian H. You know, I'm going to play this music again. You know, like I said, SummerSlam 98, the highway to hell. I played on the other show, the other episode. Um, you know, and on this show, uh, you had, um, as far as women's matches, you had Sable, Sable and Edge taking on Jacqueline and Mark Merrill. Sable and Edge getting a win when uh, Edge picked up Sable and slammed her on top of Jackie so she could get, I believe it was Jackie, maybe it was Mark Merrill, but I believe it was Jackie so she could get the one, two, three. This is obviously the height, well, not the height because she hadn't reached her full height yet, but this is when Sable was just like one of the most over people on the roster, so. That's a little bit of the highway to hell with for you. Um, you know, like I said, there's been other women's matches. You know, you, you go back to uh, SummerSlam 99. You had four minutes of Ivory and Tory. Uh, SummerSlam 2000. You had um, a stink face match between Terry and the cat, which was interesting. They had just wrestled in an um, evening gown match. or yeah, I think it was an evening gown match at WrestleMania 2000. So, um, but yeah, these are the matches that really stuck out to me. So I wanted to make sure I brought these up. So folks, make sure you hit the subscribe button, share it with your friends. Thank you very much. See you after SummerSlam.